0: Why hello there, and welcome to this episode of sometimes I talk to myself my current situation. I am in my living room slash dining room I'm home alone preparing I'm cleaning and preparing to hit the road in a little bit. I'm going on a road trip woo woo I'll tell you all about it when I come back because I don't want you know all of my fans driving up trying to find me and follow me. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> ah, so so I will not be telling y'all where I'm going until I return if I return. Anyway. <laughs> but for real though, I am getting on the road in a little bit and um taking my daughter and just doing a little summer driving. It's going to be fun. It's needed little post graduation getaway. Um so yeah. Today is a special day today i I okay so i I debated back and forth if I should share this with you guys um but as many topics as I have like floating around in the air and on my notes um I just didn't feel settled with any of them and until I mean I just need to go on and just just share this one with you. Basically, this this episode is in honor of May thirty first being my it would have been my tenth year wedding anniversary to my husband. So, I'm going to share with you with you guys, um, the speech that I gave at the funeral, and um, I know I have given I've shared some pretty like sad <laughs> moments with y'all but I I don't think you're going to cry on this one. It was more of it's it's not I don't think you're going to cry. So if you're a crier, don't worry. I think you'll be safe. But I just want to share this in honor of my would be 10th wedding anniversary. Um and yeah, just it's it's encouraging and I hope that it encourages you. Um, I don't listen to it often, but leading up to this, I did listen to it because I wanted to be sure, like, is this something I want to share with, with, with you guys, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and do it because yeah, this is me being me and this is real, this is life. So, so yeah, um, here we go. I'm going to share that with you guys. And then after I might come back on and, and say a few words, and close this out. So prepare yourself. Here we go. <laughs> His lovely wife. Thank you, Father. For Sean, I pleaded to God for oh my godliness. so we knew we didn't let go, but we literally did this seven years until <laughs> he left this earth, you know, and um, that was just something that I wanted to just remind you girls of. It's just something beautiful, a memory that I have. God made me like a warm, fuzzy ball of fire, and for sure was my iceberg, and my girls were each little additional Child was just tough on the exterior when we first got married. He was so so he felt like I said, baby, you can be vulnerable with me. I'm you know, I'm your wife. And he was so tough, and everything was just like strong, but he he finally we broke him. The Lord knew who to put in his life to break him down. And it was the three of us, so he just turned into my pastor. You Know he's used to having a soldier next to him, and he said, Man, y'all are just turning him into wow. <laughs> he's always telling me, He tells him, Sean, you, you get a little soft on me. <laughs> so, if you notice, I said, My girls, I came uh, into the marriage with a daughter, Gianna, and we got married when she was like six. And our second daughter, Shanta, we met her along. child labored tirelessly to make sure that she becomes and became a woman of excellence. He will be up at night thinking about plans for her, praying for her. He has this intense desire to see her become everything God called her to be. When the mixture of public school and teenage years became too much for us, we sought to send Gianna to a Christian school to help aid us in teaching her the fear of the Lord. After orientation at Trinity Christian School, my husband said, if I have to get a second job, Gianna will be going here. And she did. He always did things with her that I did not like to do, like practice volleyball outside in the heat. That's a daddy thing. Do math homework. Listen to their crazy stories. But all in all, Gianna was so loved by her daddy. He would move heaven and earth in prayer for you. You are his baby girl. So Gigi, I charge you today. Your daddy wants you to remember all the things he told you about being a leader and not a follower. You are a leader. Baby girl, daddy wants you to know that you are beautiful in his eyes. Know this. Remember the Gatorades and the surprise bags of Flaming Hots. He frequently left for you and the big couch that he always wanted for himself but yet allowed us to dog pile him never forget it tashanta god wanted you to see what a man and a father really looked like don't be sad be glad though he was tough on you girls it was with love because he knew there was greatness in you He told me that all the time. So Chantalia, your charge is to finish what you started. Finish school, graduate with honors, because you can do it. And your daddy will be there in spirit to see you walk across the stage. He wants you to remember the crazy song outbursts in the kitchen, beating on cabinets and making up wraps. (laughs) Remember our family Sundays into the living room and read like ten movies and veg out all day and never leave the house. <laughs> and remember His words to you that God is not giving you the spirit of fear, but the power of love and a sound mind and discipline and self-control. Amen. As for me, though in the beginning of our marriage, my husband was a tough nut to crack. After much crying, The shell finally opened and I found a warm glow inside. I climbed in and closed the shell behind me. This is how these final years have been for me, as if I was in the safest, warmest place in his heart. His shell was there to protect me. He spoiled me, he was tough on me, man's wife. Mary. So when God gives you a gift, you don't throw it in the trash or treat it like crap. Do you understand? Know you have to honor that gift. Because I got a preaching on my mother's side. Wise, never tear down your husband, especially to his children or your friends. Talk to God about him, about everything, and he will show you what to do. Never let the light in your eyes grow dim for your husband. Always esteem him, honor him, lift him up, even if you don't think he deserves it. Because if you nurture him in this way, he will come up higher. He will grow to be the man of God that God is calling to be. Pray every day for your husband, especially concerning decisions that he has to make. Decisions can affect your family for a lifetime. So we're not just wives to look cute and to be on the arm, but we need to pray for our husbands. And if you're single, you need to pray for your husband. Start now, because you've got a long way to go if you want to get married. We need to pray for our husbands, because if we don't, then they make choices, and it filters to us, and it filters to the children, and then everything is all messed up. So pray that God, God, guide him. I would get up in the morning and say, God, I decree over my morning, of my husband that he would make decisions that pleased God, that God was in, and that God had orchestrated. Amen. And, and I talked about serving and I'd never be too tired of serving. So we're going to move on from that. And then, my very, very last thing I want to say to those of you who don't know the Lord or who know and have been kind of playing games, or maybe you're lukewarm or maybe you've been a little stagnant. Know this, there is a day of reckoning coming. And you might not get the chance to ever even say the name Jesus before it's too late. So we can't count on, I'm going to do it in a little while. Okay, I'm still kind of young. I got time. No, you don't. We don't know. We just don't. My husband lived a life uncompromisingly righteous in front of me. I knew where he was at all times. He wasn't out there sleeping around. He wasn't out there smoking and drinking. He was faithful. He was faithful to the Lord. He was faithful to the ministry. And he was faithful to me. And I know it. I have no doubt. But the Lord took him home. So, that being said, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever man or woman sows, that will they reap. And I just want to read the scripture. Before I take my seat in James 4, chapter 4, verse 8, in Amplified, it says, come close to God and he will come close to you. Recognize that you are sinners. Get your soiled hands clean. Realize that you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests and purify your hearts of spiritual adultery. As you draw near to God, be deeply penitent repentant, and grieve and even weep over your disloyalty. Let your laughter be turned to grief, and your mirth to dejection, and heartfelt shame for your sins. Humble yourselves, feeling very insignificant in the presence of the Lord, and He will exalt you, He will lift you up and make your lives significant. So I would just like to take a minute to just pray, if we could just bow our heads. Most gracious Holy Father, Lord, we come before you today, Lord, thanking you for how good you are and just who you are, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who you sent to die on the cross for our sins, Lord. Lord God, every heart in here, Lord, that heard the words that I spoke, if there be any conviction, Lord God, I pray, God, that you would have a moment hearts, oh God, so that we can all see each other again in that last day. Lord God, I pray that you would heal every broken heart. Lord God, I miss my husband, I do, but I'm not, I'm not really sad like that. It's different, it hurts, but it's not that kind of hurt. So God, every hurt, every wound, God, every deep thing, Lord God, every why, the question why, Lord God, I thank you, Lord, just for bringing peace right now of this situation. Speak to every heart, oh God, every broken heart right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord oh Well. <clears throat> so yeah. That was um that was probably one of the hardest <laughs> but most beautiful times in my life. Um I I didn't know. I used to wonder If something happened to someone that I loved so much, um, I wondered, would I turn on God, you know? And in my heart, I would always say, no, no. But somewhere deep, deep down, I was always afraid, what if, like, what if, what if, I'm no like I'm. I can't do what Job did. What if I, what if I fail? You know, and um, I'll, I'll never forget. It was a time close to it was it was close to when he died. My husband died, and I was really going after God, but it wasn't like I was going after Him without result. We were we were in pursuit of each other, and I mean. Yo, I'm still trying to to find that place. And I often wonder if I reached that place with God to prepare me for this big thing that was coming. Um because I don't think if I don't think I would have made it through otherwise. And um yeah, so it's it just it was just a I was with the Lord And we would have these moments together where it didn't matter what time of day it was. I would just go to be with him. He would call me. (laughs) And so the way he would call me is I might be doing the dishes or um, maybe working on a client at work or something and a song will pop up in my spirit. And And it would just be such a random song. And it was never something I had heard earlier that day or anything. It would just be random, but it would be worship to him and um oh like this morning this morning the song that came to me was um he was calling me he called me this morning it was um it's the song they sing here at bethel oh man i don't know but i know it was him because when later on when i got on instagram a friend of mine had wrote in her journal and she took a picture of it and she said i woke up with this song on my heart and i was like me too But um, anyway, I hope I can remember it before we we get off. But yeah, so during that time in my life, I realized that if I wasn't tight with God, I wasn't going anywhere. And so I made a fresh commitment to him, and then I literally started going after. He was drawing me, and I was like, yes, I'm going in, I'm going. And... um. So for a few months, I was in this place. And shortly before, I think it was like two weeks before my husband died, um, he and my daughter, it was a Tuesday, I know, because we had Bible study on Tuesdays. And the Bible study was in our house. And we had this huge house in Texas. Um, And so we would have service there. And my husband would put the equipment away and then, you know, go to bed. Well, this particular night, my daughter wanted to... Go get some chips for school the next day and he said okay i'll take you so he she you know they both left and he left all the equipment set up so i played this worship song on the big speakers and in during that time and so man let me just let me just rabbit trail off for a second when I, living in this apartment has been rough because I'll play my music kind of low and my neighbor will text me like, Hey, I can hear you. <laughs> and it's so frustrating because I had ample theater speakers in my house and I could play it as loud as I wanted to. And nobody ever knocked on my door. <laughs> it was so nice. So yeah, I need a house like soon. Cause that for me, worship is like, it needs to be big and loud so that Only people that can hear what I'm saying is me and God, you know? So anyway, this particular night, I'll never forget. um, I had been in this vein where I was, I was aware that if like God could use me in a great way, but that just like these other ministers and leaders have fallen That it wasn't beyond me and and it wasn't, you know, what am I trying to say? I didn't think of myself in a way that, oh, that would never happen to me. I was keenly aware that that's possible for any and every believer. If you're not really rooted and grounded in, in the knowledge of who God is and who you are in him. And if you're not really walking with him like that, you could you could you could fall into some of the same stuff that these other leaders that have gone before us have have fallen fallen in. And so that was one of the things I, I said, Lord, I have no idea how you're going to use me, but I I don't want to I don't want to leave a mark on your name. When I leave this place, when I leave this earth, however I leave it, I want to leave it with people having said, they can look at me and say, this, this, this person, this woman knows God, she's walked with him, you know, and, and failures and all that stuff, man, it it happens, you know, but I just, I just told God, I just don't want to miss. So that was, that was my phrase. That was my thing. And so I was worshiping him. I turned the music up really loud and I was just in my living room. And I, I think that day I had a lot of space. I decided to dance. So I started dancing over the span of my huge living room. It was just great, you know. And I was dancing before him. And I I don't remember the song, but I remember looking up. We had these really, really tall windows. And I looked up, and I could see the moon. And um, I said, God, I just don't want to fail you. I just don't want to let you down. I just don't want to miss. And um I remember praying that previously leading up to that moment, but this particular day I felt I felt his response and it felt almost like sad. You know, I, I to, I'm to this day I still don't really know if it was because he like, okay, the death was coming, you know, I don't know, but it just felt sad to me. And it it, it sobered me up, you know, and I, I stopped, actually, I stopped, I mean, I was sober, but sobered, meaning I was in this tearful frenzy, worship frenzy. And I, I, I I think I turned the music down and I remember sitting on the couch and I looked back up at that same moon and I was like, I really don't want to fail you. You know, I don't know. Are, are we good? Like, do you hear me? I'm talking to you. You know, I love you so much. And I just, I don't want to be the one. I don't want to be amongst that number. You know, I, I want to be like Billy Graham or even Reinhardt Bunky or different ones that make it to the end without scandal smeared across their name or, you know, just just all this stuff where we fall into. Fleshly matters. We just, you know, can't seem to hold up under the pressure of life in the world. To hell with that, you know. I want to. I want to run my race to the end. I want to finish, and I want to finish strong, and I want to finish without defaming the name of Christ. Where people are like, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what they say. But, you know, and I don't want to just be the only one. I want it to be a company of believers who who are willing to say no to what they they want and yes to what is needed and what the Spirit of God has for them. You know, so, yeah, I went off on a tangent as usual. But that's what the funeral meant to me. When, when the Lord spoke to me and told me, I remember I was in the shower um, the night or two after he died, and I just... The water was running over my body and I remember thinking I can't I can't feel anything but I can feel everything. You know, it, it was just such a crazy, like warped out type of feeling and world. And I remember in the shower I said, God, you you say you're a present help in the time of trouble. I'm telling you right now, like I need to see that. I need to see you being present right now because this feels like I feel like I'm dying, you know? And and then as the days went by where we had to like prepare for the funeral and prepare for um for, you know, everything just just the the body being moved and this and that and all the stuff that that they force you into so quickly when when your loved one dies if you've had someone close to you die you like you know it is a mess they they're calling you the day of like can we have their their body can we have their skin and their eyes and their and I'm like dude can I I don't even believe he's gone like can you give me five minutes to just process this thing I understand so and so may need the heart or the body whatever it is that's viable, but y'all gotta give me a minute because this is this is a lot right now, you know? So um, so yeah. So just just a whirlwind. You can't, there's no stopping. You you don't stop. And if you fall asleep, it's because you pass out. You don't actually like lay down in the bed, put blankets over you and go to sleep. You you literally are sitting or standing somewhere, you just pass out. Because you can't stay awake anymore. And then you sleep for like enough time, which is like an hour or less. And then it's like your body's awake, your eyes are awake. And then the the flood of everything that just happened rushes over you again. When you're asleep, it's like, oh, it didn't happen. But then when you wake up, everything hits you that, oh, it did happen. So, man, it's so much. It's crazy. I'm writing a book. I am. I'm working on it because I have so much to say about so much. So huh, um, yeah. So I wanted to share that with you guys, and I just want to encourage you that nothing is as bad as it seems, even if it's the absolute worst thing. Um, it's 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 not as bad as it seems, especially when we have the Lord. And when the Lord asked me. I told him, I told God at the I told him at the hospital. When they announced to me that he died, and then the, the man said he's died, I said, you know, I screamed. And then after that, I remember thinking of Job. And I just said, you know what? I said out loud for everyone to hear, I said, I'm still gonna serve you, God. I'm still gonna love you. And I I made up my mind in that moment. And then the process between I'm still gonna love you. And me getting up and speaking at that funeral, there was so much in between. But I know every moment I called on him, I asked him, hey, I need you. This is hard. This is rough. So um, I just want to say that it's in all of us. It's in all of us to make a choice, to make a stand for God, because I know that God makes stands for us and that he makes choices and decisions. He's, he's already chosen us, you know? So yeah, I just, I just want to encourage you. And I also just wanted to share that, um, you know, a few days prior to my, my 10 year anniversary, which would have been 10 years. Um, I'm definitely in a different place than I was. Um, but one thing that has not changed for me Is that I am crazy about that God I serve. (laughs) I love him and and that is never gonna change. So (laughs) Lord, thank you. Thank you for thank you for life. Thank you for your spirit your holy spirit that lives inside of me that lives inside of those that have received you oh god i just i just thank you for for marriage and for union and for unity i thank you god that it has been ordained by you that you called us Lord, many of us, to be married, to be husbands and wives. So I bless the person listening. If they're single, I thank you, Lord, that you have blessed them with a spouse, if that's what they want. And, oh, my baby's home. Hi. <laughs> Are you coming in here like the Terminator? <laughs> you okay? You okay? I am. Gigi, I was praying. Amen. You can't say amen yet. I wasn't done praying. Okay, well. She's home, guys. So, yeah. So, Lord. (laughs) Lord, thank you. Um, Thank you for the married people that are listening. And I just... I just bless every marriage, Lord. I thank you that you are a God of unity and covenant. And so I bless this person listening. I bless their marriage and their home. And Lord, I thank you that you'll just put a fresh yes in their spirit that they would that they would be um on board with with being in unity with their spouse and that they would consider it a joy and a privilege and an honor. There are so many people out here that want to be married, just like there are so many people that want children and aren't able to have children. Um, and the ones with the children are like, eh, they're getting on my nerves. Well, there are plenty of people that want it. So if you look at things in the right perspective, you'll see that um, that what you have is a blessing. So, God, I thank you for fresh perspectives in marriage right now. I thank you, God, for um, a renewing of joy and hope and, and love and laughter in marriage. I thank you for healthy, happy sex lives, that there will be um, new inventive ways that they would just learn how to to, to discover each other anew and have fun with it. And I thank you, Lord, for the type of men and women who will study their spouse and like learn about them and learn what they like and what they don't like and be be apt to actually doing it and doing the things that they love and they like. Well, I thank you for selfless people, Lord, that are listening to this podcast. I thank you for people that that hear and know your voice and and will follow it even even if it's a little uncomfortable for them. So yeah. I bless my listeners. I thank you, Lord, for this podcast. And yeah, I just I just thank you God for for all that you're doing and all that you're going to do. In Jesus name. Amen. All right, y'all. So, we actually have made it. It's 35 minutes. We did good. I'm trying to make my podcast a little shorter. So we did real good today. (laughs) I hope y'all have a great rest of your day, whatever time of day you're listening to this. Good sleep or good, good, good day in general. All right. God bless you. Gianna. Gianna said amen. All right. Bye, y'all.